Uh, hey, everybody, welcome. I guess this is kind of like a trending Twitter t- Tuesday episode, except it's Sunday when I'm recording this, and it's a harried haircut uh, t- trending Tuesday episode, maybe, because I just got my haircut, and it had been progressing for, I think, two months. I, I can't remember exactly... Like for a while, I so I told myself this. It never happened. I said, "Okay, I'm gonna get my hair cut on the fifteenth of every month," because uh, it's about how often I need to get a haircut or fur cut, you know, fur trim, and I try to shave on the fifteenth every month, and they wouldn't have to worry about it again for a month. Usually, if I shave, then I, like it doesn't get where. I look like, you know, where people say, you know, if I make it every 50, every 30 days, if I get my hair cut and shave, it, it, uh, it like, I, I look like a productive member. I can, you know, I can pull off pretending I'm a productive member of society. I guess in some sense I am because I put all of you to sleep. So, uh, but I guess my, my external image betrays that fact. Or I guess you say, well, you look exactly like the kind of person that ran. And I say, well, it's a shame I have to get my hair cut on the 15th. I did shave last week at the la- before my parent-teacher conference for my daughter because they said, well, come on, man. I, I had to look at it. I said, what do you, what do you, what, what? it wasn't just, I don't mind shaving, but I just never, I, do, I barely have any downtime. And I don't, like, I don't, like, I was just, like, I, I couldn't find the time. And then I was, like, worried because my hair hadn't been cut in so long that it would kind of uh, throw me off balance. You know, that I would have, like, uh, I wouldn't even, I don't even go bare face. I just go down to stubble. Uh, but that, that would throw off, like, because in my, like, you know, because uh, I don't know how deep to go with this uh, describing of my fur and my hair. I guess about my, uh, what do you call those things? What are those, not brows. What are those things called? Uh, they go along your ears. Sideburns. They can get pretty unruly, uh, you know, because that hair is just denser than the fur on my head. Like, that actually might be human hair, uh, the the stuff in my sideburns, because it has a curl to it. It's a little bit thicker. That might be human hair, but the rest of my head is fur. And I can't remember if I was supposed to get my hair cut on October 15th or November 15th. I thought before I went on Harmontown, I said, let me get a haircut and shave like a week before that, which would have been October 15th. But I can remember saying, well, and I think I shaved, but I don't know if I got a haircut, but maybe I did. Uh, but November 15th came and went, and then... So what is it? I don't know what the date is now. The 10th or the 11th? It's the 11th, Sunday the 11th, December 11th. Uh, when you're, Probably January 11th is when you'll be listening to this-ish. The house in 2017, I'd like to get there as soon as I can, even though, say this, no offense, 2016, oh boy. Uh, but I did in 2016, by the way, in the future, uh, I'll, I'll need a haircut. So remind me, and, uh, around January... I got too much to remember on January 15th, so remind me on another day. But yeah, November 15th came and went, and I think, was that, is that like a Simon and Garfunkel song or somebody else? And November 15th came and went. My hair was not cut. My, my beard was not shorn. But then last week I did, or maybe that's two weeks ago, maybe I didn't shave for my teacher's conference. I shaved a week after it. I apologize to my daughter now.
Can you prepay? Do you know how they have college savings plans? What do they have? Children's therapy, like uh, like children as they turn an adult therapy, like a five twenty nine uh, DSVMB. I mean, somebody get a lobbyist on that. You know, we could, we could do a tax deferred. Somebody's going to win. I mean, I'm sure the investment company will they say, well, geez, we could charge for that. We could charge more of an administrative for a fee. Great idea, Scoots. And you see, if you're going to pay for your kid's child education, you're going to need, like, uh, probably won't be till this one will be, like, when they're 28 is when, or maybe, like, a little bit younger, 24. Some people might be 32, where they say, wait a second, uh, uh, this, this, I don't know what this life, you know, and they say, it's probably my dad's fault from when he wouldn't shave before my parent-teacher conference, and my teacher couldn't take him seriously for a multitude of reasons, but one of which would have been his strange fur, hair sideburn. Anyway, so the good news is, meandering aside, I got my hair cut today. Now, I guess we could go into this. I was going to do a story, but might as well keep going, since my hair is always such a wonderful topic of conversation. Uh, well, a couple of this couple, the, the guy that I like to cut my hair, he wasn't there, but the woman that runs the place was there and free. I couldn't see in the window. I was looking for this young guy. He really does a good job. He got braces, by the way, because uh, he was in the back. And I was going to actually try to work up the courage, to, I mean, to ask him for his number and say, could I get your number and your name so I could text you to make sure you're here. But the next best person there is the woman that runs the shop. And you might say, what's the name of the shop, Scoots? I, I only know it as a $14 barber that once was $11, then was $12, and now is $14. Uh, because our streets got some sort of haircut inflation going. And, it, you know, I live on, like, well, not my street, but the street I get my haircut on, it uh, has a lot of nail shops and haircut places, a lot. So I don't know if that's a zoning thing or because, of the, you know, there's a sweet spot in the rents, uh, and I think the rents are going up, so the haircut shops are raising their prices, and maybe there'll be like a culling of the haircutters. Uh, but I got my haircut here for a while, you know. Not, I guess not enough to keep the, you know, not enough to keep the prices down. Maybe if I had increased my frequency. Uh, but I really like the, 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 this woman whose shop it is, whose name I don't. It is, she's the woman that runs the fourteen dollar haircut shop. And yes, I'm a bad person. And then this real young guy who I'm guessing maybe is 22 or something, maybe even younger. So they do both a good job. They, they get a buzz cut. Now, I live in an area that still has, like, a large Coast Guard population, so I also have to make sure that they don't, like, I think a default for here when you go to a barbershop is to give you, like, a little military look, like really short, like a buzz on the top, but then really short sides. And I say, I don't need, like, I have fur. I don't need, you don't have to go do, like, a, like, I'm already going to look, I don't need a military cut. So I always have to make sure you're not going to cut it like I'm in the military, please. And not that that's a bad thing. It just doesn't look good on me. I think just something about my scalp. I, I, I prefer, like, a, a Sonic the Hedgehog look with my buzz cut as opposed to something more faded or, I don't know, trimmed or whatever you do. I think that's a fade. And usually, like, this time I overestimate. I said, okay, like a four. That's the length of the buzz of the buzz thing. 
And then she said, well, what do you want on the sides of the bag? And two, I said, no, 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 three, three, please do a three, please, please. I don't need a, I don't want to look like some sort of undercover agent. Then the whole, you know, then the whole barbershop burst into laughter. Uh, I said, like an undercover agent on a mission, I meant. And then they laughed again. So that was, you know, that was my little gift to the barbershop, the gift of accidental laughter, just like on this show. But I said, really, don't make me look like I'm in the military because I, I, I because it's, it, it, like, because uh, actually kids at work make fun, you make, they, they, if I look, I'd rather be made fun of as a head, for some reason I'd rather they call me, usually that's how I know when to get a, a haircut is if kids at work at one of the libraries I work at, or if I need to shave, it's when they make fun of me, which I think is like, usually they don't. You know, they'll make fun of me behind my back. But then at some point, like one time they were calling me a baboon. I think I said, well, I must need to shave. Or is that why you're calling me a baboon? And they laughed. And I said, okay, it's a touche. I have to consider it done. And then go back to laughing behind my back at whatever it is, you know, that you do. So hilarious. Uh, and But it's actually like, like I think they're trying to help me. Like sometimes when people... It's not the hurtful making fun of, you know, when they call me a baboon, it's with a friendly. I mean, they know I sound delusional, but this time I'm not. Because, you know, I could just say, well, you get, you know, I need to get, you know, you got time out now, so you got to go outside. Okay, so big news is I got my haircut. The bigger news of my haircut is that, uh, um, well, I guess maybe I should. Okay, so let's just let's bookmark that. I got my haircut today, and I discovered some things. Also, you know, with the podcast, I'm always experimenting. And one of my dreams, if we could ever get the budget together, like maybe a couple of years from now, you know, if we can get to like 4,000 Patreon supporters or maybe some other form of uh, paying for this budget comes in. I would like to, to to do a pilot a season of like 10 episodes of the podcast in French and, or Spanish or Portuguese or whatever, you know, figure out which language would be the most likely that the podcast could break even and sound cool in. And like, uh, uh, this isn't a current project because so, so, my time is maxed, but like, uh, you know, that that's something on the, like, long-term horizon of what I want to do with the podcast is expand it to other languages. I'm just not sure, like, like uh, that I can afford to do that and that it would be fruitful. But we'll see. Uh, but as a part of that, it, so that's one uh, initiative. Another one is, like, uh, transcripts. Like, I pay for machine transcripts for the show, like... Uh, and haven't figured out a good way to share those, but those are every show, the machine transcripts are, 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 are automatically generated. And I use a nonprofit based in Oakland that's associated with uh, PRX. And they do a lot of work with podcast audio search. Um, I don't know what the division that does the machine transcripts are, but it, it, it doesn't matter that much. But then I did this other company that does another part of my post-production uh, called Alphonic. Uh, 
It's tough to explain the part of the uh, post-production they do, but part of it is like pushing backups of the episodes out and to different servers and normalizing the loudness. But they had this new feature where they were like, okay, you could, they were testing out machine transcripts through a couple different services, one of which was free. Like the other service, the main service I use is not free. It's not as expensive as human transcripts, like a person listening and transcripting the show. Uh, with sleep with me would be cost prohibitive because I think it's about a dollar a minute for a human transcript, like a, like in English, and it might even be more. So it's cost prohibitive at that moment because that would be sixty ten. It'd be a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, we can't afford that. Like uh, that uh, machine transcript service is exactly twenty five percent. That's like, I think t- we pay two sixty a month for that. Uh, but this Alphonic that I use, uh, their services, they were they said, well, you could try this one machine transcript service for free, or Google has a machine transcript service. And so I started looking into this machine, tra- and I said, well, could we do the machine transcripts in, if it's free, could we do it in French and Spanish just as an experiment to see what would come out of a machine transcript? Because a machine can barely transcribe transcribe this podcast to begin with i mean i've gotten like nikola tesla showed up one night i think it was real i don't think this was a dream and he was with ray transistor and sheila solid state and they were riding light bugs electric light bugs and they said, what are you doing to these machines? You know, it was like a Christmas carol where they took me. I guess I'll explain that part after. So we'll get back to that. So I've been thinking about, do, do, so I've, I've run a couple episodes and I haven't figured out a way to share those. And I'm not even sure I understand the uh, the files. It's sending out an HTML file and then two other files whose name's like a VTT file and a JSON or something. I said, what is that? Like, if I double-click on it, you know, nothing happens. With the HTML file, if I double-click on it, if I'm logged into my account, I think it opens up in French. Okay, so those are the things that, these are the things going on for me this weekend is my haircut. Yeah, so I get my haircut, and I was visited by Nicholas, Nikola Tesla, not Nicholas. Again, don't do it, don't do it. Uh, but in a couple other, who was it? Maybe it was Sabrina Solid State and Terry Transistor. I don't know. I, again, I do know they were riding lightning bugs, but the thing was, I think because of this whole transcript thing, they were like, it, it was a dream. This is where you'd say, Scoots, no, it's a dream. And I would say, yeah, up until the minute my hair was getting cut, I would have maybe, I wouldn't have believed that, but you could have said that to me and I wouldn't have rolled my eyes. Uh, because, yeah, every time they said anything, like, uh, I couldn't understand barely anything they were saying. And I said, like, are you speaking French? Nick, I did what's called Nicola, Nicola, Nikki Testa. And you might ask yourself, uh, how would you know it's Nikola Tesla? And I'd say, well, one, Tesla coil on the back of a lightning bug. He took to zap me when I called him Nicky and Nicholas and old St. Nick, uh, Nickster, Nick Lachey, 
testing, you know, all those things that get you Tesla coiled, just, just to be forewarned. Also asking, you know, can I plug my car into that? You know, all those kind of things. Tesla's heard it all. And also, uh, I was said, what are you doing here? Shouldn't you be bugging Muskie? Like, didn't Muskie took your name? Like, well, come on. And then I got that. I don't know. I get that. that I said, what are you? But anyway, other, like, other than the language of zapping of Tesla coils, I couldn't understand what Nicholas Tesla and Terry and Sabrina were saying, except I said that, I mean, they didn't seem pleased with me. Even in between the zapping, once I said, okay, okay. Anyway, I don't want to give that, like, I still didn't know what they were talking about, which would lead most people to say, well, it was a dream. You know, they were speaking in the language of dreams. And I would say, oh, like a metaphor, like instead of zapping me with the Tesla coil, most people just glare. That's their Tesla zap for the normal. I said, oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. I understand. Uh, but so, but so here's where the spark, here's where the spark with the light bulb went on. It was at the barbershop today. And we did talk about the human ear a while back uh, when I was trying to give a guy to do a tour of the human ear and all the amazing, you know, evolutionary refinements and, and you know, how it catches sound and the ear, whatever the, what's the thing called? The external ear. And normally, like, I, I think I was trying to practice today being in the moment was another thing. So I said, okay, let's just sit here and get our hair cut and be in the moment. I think Philadelphia was playing Washington on TV. So I was kind of watching that. That's in the moment, though, you know, kind of. And then I was just like trying to use a fast haircut normally for me, unless something goes really wrong. So I was just trying to kick back and enjoy the haircut. And then I noticed uh, she she had switched to like a, one of the like, a, like a, I don't even know what those things are called. I just call them a buzzer. A shape, no, it's a trimmer. I think a trimmer. I think they're called trimmers to like do the area around my ear. And as she got close to my ear, I, I started hearing things. I, I, heard, I heard some things. And, uh, like, then she bent my ear, and, like, uh, as she bent my ear, I said, clearly heard the, the voices uh, coming from, I guess, coming from the hair trimmer. Uh, but they were way easier to hear when my ear was bent. So, like, she was folding my ear so she could get behind it in a very gentle, very gentle way. And so after my haircut, and I guess this says a lot about how, like, uh, that I like prefer to, I prefer to pay eleven dollars for a haircut, and then I preferred to pay twelve. Then I didn't mind paying thirteen for you know, at fourteen. But I still you know I think that's a good price because then you can still give another dollar, even though she owns the hair place. They said, well, here's an extra dollar, and I had a twenty, so then I had five dollar bill, and I said to the woman, and there was like a there's like a sanity and a language barrier with me. But I said, you know, I think that's a magical trimmer you had, you know, and then that took forever. So then I was trying to find it. And then, you know, it became a whole thing. And I said, then I said, okay, I want to buy this specific hair trimmer from you. 
And then she was saying, she has, you know, what is she going to do? But then, they, you know, the younger guy, he got it. He, he knew I was on a mission, you know. I was like, uh, you know, that I was call, calling to, the adventure was calling to me, the adventure of a magical hair trimmer. And then they were saying, is he sure? It's, and I said, well, I'm not sure it's magic. It could be imbued with my own, you know, breaks with sanity. Like, it could just be a projection but I think that's just what a talisman is. Like I'm imbuing it with something. I said Nikola, Nikola, Nikola Tesla is communicating to, to through to me. And also, I don't know if you've read the history books, but uh, uh, Sabrina uh, Solid State, the famous, the world famous uh, Sabrina Solid. She ride. You know, she's one of the ones that rides a lightning bug. They, they said, okay. Anyway. It's just, I'm a comedian, and I said, I'm a comedian, and I'm doing a comedy routine. And I said, this is actually not lying. It's just uh, like, a, like a fictionalization of the truth. It said, it said you know, but I said, I'm going to do, I do stand-up comedy, and I want to do a bit where they, I pretend that the, uh, and then they got that. And then they said, that's not funny. Then they said, tell us jokes. And they said, what? That was the whole thing I just did. That's my routine. I, I do comedy for uh, a K, K through two, two grade, you know, just kids. And luckily there was a kid in the shop who was, you know, ba basically like he was in hysterics. And I said, see, like I'm a pro. And then the kid wanted to buy. And, and we, so we negotiated a price. For, and I said, well, you know, what kind of, like, uh, like, like, it's a priceless object, a magical hair trimmer. But I, it wasn't like it, it was priceless to anyone but me. You know, especially if you take the judgmental stance that I'm the one talismaning it, you know, with my own, you know, uh, you know visions of uh, Tesla. Uh, but so I have the trimmer here. And I guess that what I'll have to do is pause the podcast and and listen and then see what's coming through and then we can kind of talk about it and then I, maybe I can relate it back to the dream. So this is very experimental stuff, you know, for the, even for this podcast. And, you know, maybe some of you are already drifting. You say, like, wow, Scooch really loves your hair. You know what, Scooch, your voice sounds a bit like a hair trimmer. Maybe you could just get rid of the podcast and just play it. And I say, that's a great idea. And when you have a podcast, you can just play a hair trimmer, but I can't do, you know, I can't do that because uh, I need, I need the attention, you know, but you might say, what, uh, what happened on sleep with me last night? I would say Scoots was interpreting a hair trimmer, I believe. Uh, so, okay. So I'm going to pause it here so you don't hear the buzzing of the hair trimmer and then I'll be back. Uh, like, uh, yeah. Okay, so, so here's what I can. A lot of it is still in French. It's definitely Tesla. Something Naruto, though, I heard. Naruto Senin. And then Any Connect Baguette. NNM. How do you say his name? NNM. And the rapper. And then more French than Skype, we we fairy. I know we we means yes yes fairy with capital F. Uh, then something something. Guess your PC download. Thank you YouTube. And then I said you know. Then iTunes to beeper. And I said what? Okay.
And I said, okay, keep going. P-E-I ancestres. Uh, okay. And then something about thanking Ben Carson. So basically, Naruto Sanin, any connect, I don't know what that means. NNM, uh, guess your PC download, thank you, YouTube, iTunes to Beeper, and something. So so let me try to think. Uh, What's that dream? What was it? So at some point, like after the Tesla was done with me, like uh, well, I was done trying to crack everybody up. Uh, and then I said, what are, you, what are the three of you doing here in my bedroom? And then they just kept talking. And I guess what we can now say is probably French. So I guess the next logical step is that this uh, hair trimmer is a bit like the babblefish, but it's just, you know, it's only a hair trimmer. So it can only get some of the words... But I mean, this, I guess it makes sense because the hair trimmer vibrates and words are vibrations. And so maybe they're still vibrating and they're vibrating in my ear. So it has to be, so this is totally makes total sense. And actually a lot more of it makes sense too, if you know me, because I, one of my jobs is buying books, uh, uh, for library work at, and Naruto, I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it. That's one of the most pop. I mean, this might be a shocker to people that don't read it, but it is very, very popular. And I don't know what the release schedule is, if it's every three months or every four months exactly. Uh, but I don't know. And I don't know if we're, of course, these are the things I should know off the top. Is it volume 73 or what? Uh, oh, no, because isn't Naruto, or is that Dragon? I think Naruto's bounced back to these other ones, so that would make sense. That's something that I've been thinking about. Oh, also, because of your hearing this, but when I, I also tried to buy, okay, that makes sense, because I tried to buy my nephew a game. I think that was a Naruto game, right? Shippuden or something. Um so I think, because, so the, let me see if this makes sense. For, so where we first went on the lightning bugs, I got on the back of uh, uh, Sabrina South State's lightning bug. You know, Mr. Tesla's was occupied by a coil. And so we shot off and we were circling uh, what looked like a shopping mall. And they were all talking to me in French. You know, at some point I just kind of... Uh, Pretended like it was snow falling, but it was their words in French or Belgian. I don't know what language, you know, I'm just guessing it's French. And like a, like we were circling a mall, and then the keys fell out of my pocket. Again, another way I know that it wasn't a dream. And I said, thank goodness it wasn't my... And then I said, boy, I need those keys uh, uh, nice pointing, and then luckily we had to tra- tear a transistor. It, another question you might be asking, like Nikola Tesla, human, Terry transistor, yes, uh, human transistor, humanoid. Uh, Sally, what was her name? Sabrina, Solid State. You know, figure it out. I think they think she was once a character on that show, American Gladiators. Uh, so, but, but, so I said, luckily Terry Transistor, very good at pointing because the Transistor's got those wiry limbs. So we flew down 
And they, like my key said, of course, like gone through a skylight. And we shot through the skylight. And the mall's closed. This was nighttime. And I said, okay, I said, well, I said, keep an eye out for Paul Blart. And of course, uh, Terry Transistor took that literally. So then there was like a Paul Blart mall display. So, Paul Blart. And where they were selling, I think it was Paul Blart 3 or 2, I don't know, but uh, not important. And then I, the next thing I said, so then I started digging through. Did I say this already or no? Like I dug through the. Uh, the atrium uh, and found my keys really fast. So I said, okay, keys are, f-. and then I saw GameStop. Now this is where my sister said to buy, uh, which uh, this one would be like, I guess a birthday gift. But I said, well, I know it's supposed to go to GameStop. And then I said, are you familiar with the Xbox? I said, hey, this is a 360 game I got to find. So, and I said, can you give someone a, a pre-used game as a gift? Is that, was that a, is that permissible? And I said, are you familiar with consoles? Because they have everything, electricity, solids, they got transistors. I, I said, wait a second. I said, Terry, is uh, Sabrina Solid State your mother? Or are you? And then uh, Terry just shrugged. And then the door to the GameStop was open. So I said, well, I got to go in there and look for the Shippuden Naruto thing. And, uh, you know, figure out what I'm saying. I said, this is mystic, you know, I'll drop my keys. On, on, and the, they seem to have other agenda of where we we're supposed to go. And they, they said, uh, they said uh, to, to Terry, keep an eye out for, you know, Paul, Paul Blart. And, but I pointed at the chest, you know, uh, some mall security. And he said, just stand here. You look like a display anyway. We'll be fine. It's the thing about being a transistor, you know, it looks like, you look like a modern art, Terry. He said, maybe I could counsel transistors, transistor therapy, transistor therapist, therapist, transistor, yeah, maybe I could do that one day. I patted Terry on what I thought was Terry's back. Could have been his front, though. And we went into the game staff, and I tried to look for Shippet in but quickly I was distracted and, and, and so was Tesla. And then like, the, cause I said, well, maybe we should play some connect dancing games. And we started doing that. And I was, you know, a lot of times I was pointing at the three of them saying, you know, you're the ones that make this haps, you know, ha- this wouldn't happen without, uh, you know, with electrical stuff. And then I got a crazy, because then we started going like 90s. Uh, that's where Eminem came in. And I was looking for, down, you know, because you can download stuff. So then we ended up, don't worry, we charged, I, I paid for everything. But uh, we downloaded some Eminem songs. And then I said, hey, t- I said, uh, uh, Nikki. And then Nikki's that you know, then the lightning bug flew and zaps him, you know, the coil zaps me. And I said, oh, boy, let me stand closer to this gaming console. And then I put my elbow. So that's making tests like elbowing Tesla jokes or insults so that the Tesla coil would head at my elbow, which I'd move out of the way and then it would shoot into the console 
And that was right when I was firing up this game for for uh, Sally, uh, Sabrina, the solid state person, and uh, Tesla to have a little dance off. And they were into it. I mean, I don't know if you you know you like uh, what chocolate chips would think at a bake off, but uh, I mean the, these two were, were happy. And you know, you see, these are good questions to ask of like. Uh, how good are these interfaces at introducing these? And they picked it right up, and they must have suspended their disbelief. Uh, but meanwhile, you know, this console's getting shot full of, you know, full te- magical Tesla juice. And then at some point, poof, like right out of like, like just like if you download it on PC or iTunes, you know, realer than a YouTube video, and Eminem pops out, Eminem, and is rapping live there. And we're, well, I wasn't dancing. I was dancing, but not as part of the game, you know, just part of, you know, whatever the posters say, live your life like you're dancing and nobody's watching. I was living my life like I was with, you know, like the lightning bugs, Nicholas Tesla's lightning bugs were watching me dance because they were. And then I was doing, like, what do you call it? A butt bump, right? When you bump the side of your butt into another person when you're dancing. Is that called a butt bump? Because I was doing that with the lightning bugs. And I was trying not to do it too hard because I don't know how delicate giant lightning bugs are. And they were having fun. I, I said, and then I said, they crossed the line. I said, do you know, any of you know glowworm? At first, they didn't get it. They said, the goodnight friend, Glowworms was my sister's goodnight friend, or maybe my little brother's. They didn't get that. And then Eminem, you know, after a while, because I don't know if Eminem was, like, actually transported in a Star Trek fashion from, like, his living room. Uh, But Eminem appeared there. And, you know, after finishing a couple songs, whatever the magic of... uh, yeah, I think it was magical watching me. You know, I guess even you can. How many times can you watch a, man, a grown man bump butts with uh, giant lightning bugs and get zapped by a Tesla coil and watch? But then Terry, the transistor, ran in and said, you know, Zeblot, 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 wee wee. Oh, no, that's what I said. And then I said, that's when the fairy thing came in because the next store over was like a big brand. A children's brand store, and the first thing I saw in the you know because I couldn't uh, can you imagine the controversy if they arrested Nikola Tesla, Eminem, and two humanoid non-humans, sentient, and three giant lightning bugs? We got enough news right now, you know, to handle. Uh, so I knew I was going to have to not be the fall guy, but you know, so I ran into the store where princess things are sold, and I threw on a you know giant gown for adults. And then I grabbed a giant magic wand and I fl- fl- is it flitted? Yeah, I flitted out and slid in the mall so that I like slid in front of the GameStop. And you know, Eminem was good at keeping everybody down. I said, behind the boxes, if you see ship it in or whatever, grab it for Xbox 360. Uh, but so then the mall person came. Now, luckily, good thing about traveling with Tesla coils is they block a lot of electromagnetic stuff. So none of the radio worked. Uh, dude's cell phone was glitching. 
and he said, what are you doing? And then I, you know, I, I'm good. These are the situation. You put me in a situation in, in a fairy godmother's gown, in a shopping mall, in the middle of the night, you know, with a cele- like two celebrities from different eras. Never asked Tesla if he saw the prestige, but I'll, I'll have to, you know, at some point. Like to, I wonder if I should just watch it with uh, the. I never asked Tesla about or Eminem about magicians, what they think of magicians. Uh, but oh boy, was this. And I said, Oh, are you uh, Randy? Because that was the security guard's name tag. I said, What are you doing? And I said, Oh boy, I, I, am I glad to see you? Uh, I'm your. your you're, you're, I'm your fairy friend here, and I'm here to to grant to grant you, uh, something. And he said, "You got, you know, you got to get get out. You know, you you got, you can't be in here. What are you doing?" And he said, "The our fairy kingdom can only be saved uh, uh, with your powers, Randy. Your powers of." Uh, uh, the knowledge of Shiva, 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 Naruto, Naruto's what brought me here for Xbox 360. I missed out on buying the correct Christmas gift. And Randy said, oh, I knew exa- I could show you exactly where it is in the GameStop. And then, you know, then I, I can just use the landline there to call the authorities. And we started walking. They said, no, 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 actually, we can't go into GameStop. I was just being facetious, Randy. I'm your fairy godparent. I'm here to, to, to pull you. I'm here to add to, you know, actually, Randy, I'm here to, I'm with the Security Enterprises, Inc. Uh, I said, what we do, I said, surprise, this is a surprise. Uh, we do, um, it's a, like a security atrophy, anti-security atrophy program, Randy. They say, actually, I should probably get out of this fairy godmother, like, because uh, the only person with magic here is you. Magic of catching me in the act of uh, do, doing something. It wasn't that exciting. Like, isn't usually the life of a mall. I mean, you know, not everybody can have that exciting life of Paul Blart. And, uh, you know, live, live that kind of dream. But, uh, I, I, I mean, that's a dream I yet to even have become aware of other than the name Paul Blart and that there's segues, which I see you don't have, Randy. Cause so no wonder you're, you're the great conglomerate that runs this facility, uh, would hire me. Uh, to have you get an award, and he said, "Well, you see this." I said, "Well, of course they wouldn't have me give you an award." And he, of course, raised and projected my voice. I said, "They would have a celebrity uh, give you the award, a celebrity impersonator, of course, Randy." But of course, they would hire someone, uh, and it's from a special effects company. So obviously, riding in, and then just on cue. Uh, came Eminem riding on Tesla's uh, lightning, you know, lightning bug. And uh, he said, congratulations, Randy. You, you've won uh, one night of excitement as a security guard. We're going to are you the only one on duty? And Randy said, yeah, the door's locked. And, you know, there's, he goes, there's really no, he goes, he goes, one day I won't, you know, they won't, I won't even have a job.
And Eminem shed a real tear at that. And then we proceeded to give Randy the night of his life. Uh, if, you know, if your dream as a security guard is to do lightning, which it was my dream, and I didn't even know it, to have lightning bug races up and down the mall and to, to swim in, you know, I guess Randy had a dream of swimming in fountains and throwing the money up like he was a goonie. And dancing with Nick, like a solid state, a transistor man and a solid state woman and Nikola Tesla. And luckily, by accident, Randy, that was one of Randy's favorite uh, inventors or great minds. Randy had done a report, so they sat down. I think Tesla likes Randy. I think probably visited, hopefully from now and be visiting Randy instead of me. And then we had to, uh, you know, wrap that up. Then we had to fly Eminem uh, back because uh, you can't just stuff Eminem back into an, like a tra- console. Unfortunately, we tr- I tried with the electricity, and that only made him testy. So he had to ride with the solid state or carry the transistor. But those were like magical lightning bugs, they, I don't think they go... As the crow, as the lightning crow, crow, you know, they they travel on the electrical currents of the universe. So it wasn't that much of a trip. Uh, then we had to go back to the mall because I had left my keys and the, uh, still forgot to pick up the Naruto game. So that wasn't great. Uh, then I said, Hey, can you give me a ride, uh, you know, back home? Because I don't have, like I said, I don't have a car. And they said, and then I said, anyway, what, I said, what, was, what were you coming to visit me about? Uh, uh, and he said, we're doing so much better uh, with the language of uh, console games and mall security guards. Uh, the three of you seem to really need, I said, was that about machine learning or machine transcriptions? Was that what you were really coming to talk to me about? And that there's magic within those transcripts. There must have been some magic in that machine transcription I found for when I pulled it up and began to read. The words were quite quite profound. And they just kind of stared at me on that one. But I said, okay, well, I said, uh, and then I said, why don't I tuck you three in and then tell you a bedtime story, you three lightning bugs. And then they didn't, I said, and this, I said, all of you in one bed. Uh, preferably in a hotel somewhere in another city. Uh, But for tonight, I'll tell you the tale of the little machine transcription engine that could. Once upon a time, you know, we live, there was a magical world where the night sky was not just full of stars, but also full of the lights of the lightning bugs. Every night uh, was warm and thick. Uh, not with lightning bugs, but it was, you know, the same season. And we would sip lemonade and we would be thankful for the LEDs that shone at a low energy rate, the solid state that didn't generate heat and made everything so much more efficient. And we were thankful for the flowing of electrons and, uh, you know, pulsating of coils, you know, which, you know, made every, you know, the, the, all those things that the great tests, you know, we would, we, we, but there was also, 
um, a little and it was just it was just a program it wasn't solid state and it wasn't a transistor that is also solid state thing so it is skin i don't know which came first uh and it wasn't even a humanoid. It was just a program whose job it was, it was through machine. I don't know if it did any machine learning to get there. It wasn't even actually a machine. It was within a machine, a machine, a software machine. And it listened and it, it transcribed and it kept going whenever it was called on to do so. And it might not have been the most accurate, and it might not have been listening to the podcast where the person speaks clearly or enunciates or makes any sense. But that machine transcription service was willing, you know, when the proper, you know, parameters were met, uh, that that machine, that that transcription engine would chug, chug, chug. You know, out the words, just by the magic of zeros and ones, you know, that great minds knew solid state switches and tests, you know, a DC or AC, they'd say, me see that this uh, here thing is transcribing. And it could, because uh, it was a little transcript. And then those, they were all asleep, all six of them. I guess, I don't know, like, is a solid state, is it asleep when it's in the off position or the on position? And how do you know if you can't see through it, you, you know? But Nikola Tesla's eyes were closed, and he was snoring, tear, you know, holy moly. And the giant lightning bugs were asleep. Also, Randy, and I had invited Randy and Eminem over. Uh, well, they had wanted, you know, anyway... And they all went to, and they all drifted off into dreamland. Good night.